بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In the previous episode we mentioned that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam bought and sold we mentioned one of his transactions and that was between him and Jabir radiyallahu anhu In this episode bi'ithnillah we will look at the transactions of some of the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum, the best of creation after the Anbiya, the messengers and prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions the hadith of Abdul Rahman ibn Awf radiyallahu anhu. When the muhajirun, those who migrated from Makkah, arrived in Medina, because they had left their wealth and all their belongings behind, they had nothing. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam paired them with the Ansar, those who were from Medina. So there would be one from the Muhajirun, one person who came from Makkah with his brother from Medina. So they would share in whatever they had so that they could help one another and the Muhajirun, those who came with nothing, could actually start living and they could basically get their feet on the ground. One of these companions who came from Mecca was Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiyallahu anhu. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam paid him with Sa'd ibn Rabi' radiyallahu anhu. Sa'd ibn Rabi' radiyallahu anhu addressing Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiyallahu anhu. He said, I am one of the wealthiest from the people of Medina. Whatever I have, you take half of it. Imagine, Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiyallahu anhu has left everything that he had behind in Mecca and he's being offered half of everything that the richest person in Medina had. What did he do? If it was one of us, we would surely have been tempted. We would have probably taken it without thinking twice. Abdul Rahman ibn Awf radiallahu anhu said no. He asked a question. Is there a marketplace? They said yes. He said show me the marketplace and he went and began to buy and sell. It's not clearly mentioned what and how he actually bought and sold. But there's a lot of benefit we can derive from this hadith. Look at how the Sahabi, Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu anhu, had lofty and high ambitions. He wasn't ready to take anything from another person. No, he wanted to do it by himself. In our terms today, he was a true entrepreneur. That's why they say a real entrepreneur is not the one who has everything, who has all the resources. In fact, a true entrepreneur is one who lacks resources. This forces you to think. This forces you to go out and work. Again, look at how Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu anhu said, show me the marketplace and he went. One of the things that's very important that we lack in today's times, we learn a lot, we read a lot, but we don't do a lot. We don't take action, not only in our Islamic or Dini activities, but also in our worldly activities. Yes, it's good to learn, it's good to read, but we also have to take action. We also have to do something, especially when it comes to business. The only way you're truly going to learn is if you actually go out and start doing, buying and selling. Also, look at how Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu anhu asked about the marketplace. This is an environment where people buy and sell. Sometimes people say, I have no expertise in a field. 
whether it's business, again, Islamic knowledge, something else. Well, one of the first things you can do is actually go into the environment and mix with the people who have the skills you want to learn. This was just one of the companions, Abdurrahman ibn Auf. In another hadith that Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions, he speaks about Ali radiallahu anhu. When Ali radiallahu anhu wanted to get married to the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Fatima radiallahu anha, he says in this hadith that he had a camel. So he wanted to go to one of the marketplaces to buy some idhkhir, which is a type of grass. He wanted to buy this grass and put it on his camel and transport it to Medina. Again, this is another Sahabi. This was another companion who was given glad tidings of Jannah. He still bought and sold. And there is another business lesson to take from this hadith. Look at the type of business. Yes, he didn't have to make something new. No, he went to a place, got the goods and he transported them to a place where there were no goods or this place did not have goods so he could sell at a profit. Also look at how Ali radiallahu anhu thought of his married life and how he actually wanted to have something before he got married to the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We mentioned the hadith again in Sahih al-Bukhari where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told one of the Sahaba that it is better for you to go and gather wood and bring it and sell it to the people than asking them. Again, there is another business lesson in this hadith that we hear about often today. The Sahabi who would go and collect wood and bring it to sell to the people, the wood was available. Everybody is able to go out and get this wood and bring it home. However, when there is a process where there are so many steps, when you shorten the steps for the buyer, the end consumer, they are willing to pay a premium. They are willing to pay something for the efforts you have put in. A lot of the times today, for the technology we pay for, it's because of this. Somebody has come up with an app or a sort of technology that shortens the process. So you are paying for that convenience. Something interesting with regards to business mentioned by a lot of people. I haven't found the reference for the full story. If somebody knows the reference for the full story, I would be grateful if they could share it with us. It is mentioned that Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu was asked about his wealth. Again, he was one of the wealthiest Muslims to have lived. He was asked how did he make or gather so much wealth. He says, وأنمي. I used to persevere. I would carry on. I wouldn't give up. وأنمي. And I would grow my wealth. Whenever I got wealth, I didn't spend it and consume all of it. No, I used the little that I needed and the rest I would reinvest. And this is very important for those starting out in business. You don't eat all your profits. No, you have to put back most of your profits into your business so it can grow. He then says, وَلَا أَزْدَرِي رِبْحًا I didn't look down on any profit, no matter how little it was. And this is especially when the market is down, there's not really much business. The little profit that you get, take it. Why? Because what happens is your goods end up sitting with you. So he says, Wala azdari ribhan. I didn't used to look down on any profit, even if it was small. Wala ashtari shaykhan. 
in our terms, it would mean I didn't used to take a gamble. Or it could also mean that I didn't buy things that were not popular in the marketplace. No, he used to know what was going on. He knew what the people wanted and he used to bring those goods. The last thing he mentions, he says, And this is the only part that I've actually found reference to. He says, and I would make one head into two, which basically means that he would diversify. He would spread his risk out. So if he was able to buy one product which was very expensive or two products for the same price, he would go with two products. Why? He has spread his risk out. These are just some of the business lessons from the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. In the next episode, we will start looking at some of the etiquettes of buying and selling. What is halal and what is haram in Islam? Why are certain transactions haram? What is the reason for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making these transactions haram? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.